What is up, my friends? It's me, your main man, Steve Krebs, here with the Eloquent Savage Podcast, brought to you by Weaponized Nutrition, home of Weaponized Mind. Head on over to the Eloquent Savage Podcast at eloquentsavage.com. Keep your eyes peeled for a new program coming out soon, Eloquent Savage Academy Coaching Activation Phase. Oh, yes, my friends, it is coming. Today's topic is, it's always about the money. It's always about the money. In this day and age, we can bullshit ourselves into thinking that it's all about everything else. I just want to help people. Yes, we all want to help people. That's why we do what we do. But at the end of the day, you can't help anyone unless you produce for yourself. You handle your production. You make your money. You produce security, peace of mind, and freedom in your own life. Otherwise, guess what happens? You're poor. And if you're poor, it's going to be really hard for you to help many people. I'm not saying that you can't help some people. But at the end of the day, if you don't handle your own business first, it is almost impossible for you to truly help others. Nobody's ever helped anyone by being poor. That's just the truth. And I'm not talking about being money hungry. I'm talking about being money minded so you can get, keep, and grow your money. Get, keep, and grow from scarcity to abundance, abundance to prosperity. The problem is is that in this day and age, we've been taught that money is bad. I know for myself personally growing up, I had some really backwards relationships with money. Most people are allergic to money. And what I mean by that is if you watch people and their patterns and behaviors inside of the relationship with money, they will make money and then they will blow money. Always keeping themselves at about the same level of abundance because that's where they feel comfortable and guess what, I've done the same thing. There was a point in my life where I was about $35,000 in credit card debt as a young man. I was about 25 years old. This is before I even started my first business. I tell everybody I was living like a rock star on a janitor's budget. No offense to a janitor out there. Hey, you're hardworking. I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just saying like my budget was not that of a rock star. But I had been accustomed growing up to a certain type of lifestyle that I didn't necessarily have to work for. My father broke his ass to provide that lifestyle and I just became entitled and accustomed to it until a point where I was left on my own as a grown up, as an adult. And I've always been a late bloomer, so I just figured, hey, the world is just going to open up and provide shit for me. The world is just going to open up, and I'm going to go get a pharmaceutical sales job, and I'm going to make six figures right out of college. I'm going to make it rain. I'm going to crush it. And then I realized that that was not the case. So from the time I graduated college until the time I opened my business from 22 years old all the way to 27, 28 years old, I was lost. My relationship with money was backwards. I grew up hearing things like, it must be nice. Money doesn't grow on trees. You gotta work your ass off to make money. Now, part of that is true, right? You do have to work hard to create wealth in your life. You do. But what I wanna discuss today is just the idea of your relationship with money. And if I had you close your eyes and think about the first thought or feeling that comes up when I say the word wealth or rich or money, and you wrote that down, I would love to hear what comes up for you. Because until we identify and define your relationship 
we cannot eradicate the behaviors and patterns and thoughts around the idea of money and wealth that are stopping you from growing. You realize, right, your emotions and your attachments and your patterns to anything are what either accelerates you, propel you forward, or resist you or hold you back. It just comes down to the beliefs and the thoughts and the patterns. And you are exactly who you believe yourself to be in the conversation of money. Get, keep, grow. Make, keep, grow. You make it, you keep it, and you grow it. Now, some people are really good at making it and not great at keeping it. Some people are really good at making it, great at keeping it, and then not get great at growing it. Let me say that again. Some people are really amazing at making it and good at keeping it, but then they don't grow it. What I mean by that is using their money to create more wealth. Most people get stuck in the cycle of make because they make it and then they spend it. They don't keep it. So what I want you to do is there's some simple processes and simple tools you can use to start to get a better handle on what your expenses and your relationship with money look like. I use mint.com. I don't get a kickback from mint. It's a free tool that I use. I've been using it for about seven, eight years now. And it's M-I-N-T, like, hey, your breath stinks, you need a mint.com. And what it does is you can put all of your accounts into this thing and it tracks everything for you. Your monthly budget, your expenses, everything. So there's no excuses. A lot of business owners avoid this conversation. A lot of business owners just like to talk about the make portion of it, generating leads and all the money that they're making or everything that they've sold this month, not what they've collected. And if I know anything about business, it's never about what you sell, it's about what you collect. Because collection equals commitment. Verbal commitment does not equal collection. So what I want you to do today is just start diving into the conversation and the thoughts and patterns that you have around money. Because if you don't get clear about how you feel and the pattern that you have consistently around this topic, you will be stuck at the same income level for the rest of your life. Now at different points in my life, I will bump up and then hover. I will bump up and hover, and this is kind of how life works, right? You will, you will level up, and then you almost have to level out the plane. You go like, okay, I'm comfortable here, let me sustain this, and then we'll go up again. And that's kind of how I've seen it over the years for myself. Now, you may be different. You may just spike it and roll. Everyone is different. But what, how we are not different and how we are not unique is the fact that our beliefs and thoughts will dictate our actions, and our action dictates our results. In the process of make, keep, grow, I need you to take a look at that. And what I want you to do is see where you're at right now. What part of life are you in? And I don't want you to compare yourself with the lowest level shitheads that you're on. I want you to compare yourself to people you aspire to be like. What kind of wealth would you love to create in your life? And are you committed to creating that wealth? How much money do you have in your bank account right now? How much cash do you have access to? Do you own a home? Do you have rental properties? Do you have a whole life insurance policy? Do you have AKA the oh shit fund, which I call my zombie fund? So I'm gonna give you some insights real quick and some information on some stuff that I teach my guys just to give you a taste of some of the stuff that happens inside of the Eloquent Savage Academy, our coaching programs, Eloquent Savage, like the high-end elite programs. It's just, you know, we have 
a lot of high-level entrepreneurs that when we get into some deep conversations around the idea of wealth and how to build it and how to keep it. So Make, Keep, Grow dials right into what we teach. So there's a book called The Automatic Millionaire and there's another book called The Richest Man in Babylon. And these are two books that changed my relationship with money. Now, right now, I'm doing it again. I'm, I'm delving into my beliefs about money again, and that's why we're talking about it today. It kind of came up in my stack today, so we're going to discuss it. And I'm constantly trying to level up my beliefs and relationships with money. So those two books, Automatic Millionaire and The Richest Man in Babylon, helped shift my mindset about money, and I highly recommend that you read both of them and then put them into action. Anytime you can automate your money and take your emotions and human error out of the situation, you win. The richest man in Babylon just simply teaches taking 10% of every penny that you make and putting it somewhere where it can be saved. Now you're not gonna save your way, <clears throat> excuse me, you're not gonna save your way to be a millionaire. Maybe being frugal will get you there. But the part of make, keep, grow, grow means to actually help your money, have your money help you create wealth investing in things that make you passive income. Now I want you to work on your savings so that you're not putting yourself in a bad position, but I also want you to start thinking about money differently. Money is fun coupons. Money is an experience enhancer. And if you think about it any other way, then you're gonna have a problem with it down the line, if you're not already. When I watch entrepreneurs struggle in business, it's usually because they are not willing to deep dive into the conversation of you guessed it, the relationship with money. So this is what I want you guys to do. Pull your journals out, pull your pens out, and we're gonna have you do a little work. So what I need you to do is define your relationship with money, see what area you're in, make, keep, grow. And I want you to identify one thing that has to shift in your relationship with money. That's all I got for you guys today. This is the Eloquent Savage Podcast. Make, keep, grow. That was episode number 21, my friends. I will see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful day, and like always, go be a savage.